Welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I am your host, Veronica Peretti, and I'm so happy to be back with you. I hope you had a wonderful full moon in Leo last week. It was a really illuminating full moon, as all full moons can be, but this one joined with the conjunction to Pluto and the square to Jupiter. It really brought a lot of things to the surface. It amplified a lot of things that were coming to a resolution, coming to a head, coming to an apex. Perhaps you experienced that some things are coming to an ending. And this was a really powerful full moon for me personally. So I thought I would share a little bit about that. First things first, I want to say that this is a really quiet week. So it is very rare that you hear me say that because there's so much happening in the sky all the time. This is a really quiet week. So other than the moon moving through the chart and making transits, meaning taking up conversations with different planets, we only have planets talking to each other on Monday and Friday. So we'll get into those, but I wanted to share that this week is kind of like the calm between two big parties or one might say two storms, but I don't necessarily think the astrology is stormy. I think it's actually celebratory for many of us. So it might be a storm for you, or maybe last week was a storm and next week will be a celebration, but two big events, lots happening last week and this week, last week with the full moon, next week with the new moon in Aquarius. But let's just take a moment to look back at last week first. So you may have come to an eye-opening resolution around something that began way back at the new moon in Leo in July of 2022, specifically July 28th, 2022. For me personally, this was a really big new moon because this was when I was pregnant. So I just found out about three days after that new moon that I was pregnant. And we had been trying for about six months, seven months. So it was a big deal that I was, or more than that actually, but I had started my journey of fertility testing and whatnot seven months prior. So um, it was a really, really big deal. I um, was really fortunate that I went through the testing and was told that my numbers were really terrible. And then I trusted my intuition and this is not the story for all women, but I let it all go. And when I least expected it, it happened. And of course, you know, that is a story that many of us have because I think there is something real about the nervous system. And when we relax, everything has an opportunity to flow. This is what we know from practicing yoga, from practicing meditation, when you you know, move your body, breathe, and listen to your intuition, everything just goes a little bit easier in your day. So of course, that's not every woman's story. And I don't want to present it as though it can happen to anyone because it is very, very hard fertility, fertility testing, the whole world of getting pregnant, being pregnant and having a baby in this particular culture is really really challenging. 
So I don't want to minimize that. But that was my story. And that is really interesting to me because at the time, I was really getting into this technique in astrology called lunar families. So that's exactly what this is. When you have a new moon on July 28th, 2022, it corresponds to the first quarter moon in Leo that will occur nine months later. And so the whole process is a lot longer. It's a longer moon cycle to track. So of course you can track new moon to full moon two weeks later to the next new moon two weeks later. By the way, I am creating something called the new moon kit for you. So I've been working on it and hopefully we'll have it for you soon and it will be free. It will be a free opt-in on my site for people that are new to my work and new to my newsletter. Um, But of course, I'll make it available to all of you who are already on the newsletter list. But um, I am going to be, I've been working on that so that people can understand the moon cycle a little bit better and work with the moon to set your intentions, etc. But this is a little bit of a bigger, deeper, more overarching way of using the moon cycles because there are different ways to look at the moon cycles. So some people really like to look at, okay, this new moon will correspond to the full moon in six months. So the new moon in Leo will correspond to the full moon coming in six months. That doesn't seem to have the same resonance for me. I think it's a really easy, tidy way to look at it, but I don't know that there's actual resonance. This Lunar Family's idea comes from a book, and I'm spacing on the book, but I'll pause the podcast and go find it for you. But before I do that, I just want to finish my thought. Remember, I'm letting it be easy, and I'm not editing this year, so there are going to be little tangential tangential moments like that. So... That new moon corresponded to the first quarter moon in Leo that occurred on April 27th, 2023. And at that point, I had a newborn. So that was just over nine months later. So basically, or was exactly nine months later. So my son was actually supposed to be born the first week of April, but he had to come out three weeks early. So at that point, I pretty much had a like five week old, six, almost six week old. So that was, that's kind of crazy, right? So we went from that new moon, finding out I was pregnant and then nine months later having a newborn. And then of course, now we have the full moon and that was last week. And we had that full moon on January 25th, 2024. And I shared with you a few weeks ago that this was a finishing up of sorts for myself because I was coming to the end of my journey breastfeeding. And I was looking at that as part of this lunar family, along with other things going on. You know, I personally have Saturn opposite my moon, and finally Saturn is done with my moon, thankfully. So there were some other things going on in my chart, other planets activating my own personal chart. But this lunar families thing is the real deal. Like this always works for me. If I track anything major going on in my life, I will find the breadcrumbs through the lunar families. So this is a really cool technique 
I will look for the book to share with you the link and the link will be in the show notes if you want to buy it. And all of that is to say that this is a really big full moon. And yeah, it's big for me personally, and it corresponds to those previous moons. But because of the involvement of Pluto newly in Aquarius, that square to Jupiter and Taurus, it just felt big. So if there was big stuff going on for you, you weren't the only one. Um, This moon cycle will continue with this lunar family's technique and you'll have the last quarter moon on October 24th, 2024. So October 24th, 2024, we'll see what's happening. And that will put us in the disseminating phase when we start to come to the end of the cycle. And then a new cycle in Leo will begin on July 24th, 2025. So these are long overarching cycles, two and a half year cycles that we that we work with. And it is really, sorry if you hear some hubbub, it's my cat trying to get my attention. But it is cool to look at astrology from these different perspectives. And that's something we'll be doing in my workshop on Sunday, which I talked about last week, which is now sold out. So there's no more space in the workshop for your chart signature, which I'm really excited to teach. I've never taught it before. But if there's a lot more interest, I will open up another one for a later date. So if you're interested in joining for your chart signature, please email me and let me know so that I can open up another round of the workshop at a later date, because I do really want it to be collaborative and I want it to be intimate and I do want to keep it small. So that's happening this Sunday, but of course it's closed, but I'm just sharing that because one of the things I'm doing in that workshop is sharing a lesser known technique in terms of how to get the essence of your chart, which might be the same as your sun sign, but it might not be. So on to the rest of the week, which apparently I have a lot to say about a week that has nothing going on. But mostly we've been talking about last week. Next week, we'll have lots of excitement again, as it will be the new moon in Aquarius in Chinese New Year. So the Chinese New Year is always the new moon in Aquarius or the day after the new moon in Aquarius. And it will move us into the year of the wood dragon. I am not an expert in Chinese astrology. So my information is straight out of google.com. I don't know a lot about it. I'm not going to pretend to know a lot about it. I just thought I would give you the basics, which is it's the year of the wood dragon. Apparently, it's a year of dynamic growth and progress, according to the web. So I like keeping tabs on what the year is, but it is not my expertise. So that is my caveat. So today I'm recording on Monday, the 29th of January, and it is a big day as we have Mars square, sorry, Mars trine Uranus. And earlier today we had the moon in Virgo. The moon is still in Virgo, but it's actually void at this time. But the moon in Virgo was creating grand trine with Mars and Uranus. So yesterday on Sunday and today on Monday, there was a lot of get it done energy. We have a lot of personal planets, all, all the personal planets other than the sun and moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars are in Capricorn right now. So their Capricorn is a get it done kind of sign. And when you have a grand trine in Earth, meaning that there are planets occupying um, similar degrees in Capricorn, 
Taurus and Virgo, that's a get it done energy. So we have some get it done energy going. You might feel like you were on a high running your errands, doing your thing. We were doing our full moon restorative ritual yesterday in Cosmic Yoga Club, which you are welcome to join. You can go to cosmicyogaclub.com. And two of the members, we were talking before class started and we were talking about how all of us were buying new pillows and bedding and just running lots of errands. And even though it was a rainy kind of melancholy day, we were all busy and it just, it had that energy of go get it done. So you might be in that go get it done mode. This is a week for productive rest. That's what I'm calling the podcast this week, a productive rest, because we have a lot of go get it done energy. We have all these, all these planets sitting in Capricorn and But then the rest of the week, we don't really have much going on. So the nice thing about that, it's like when you have a clear schedule and you can do all the things that you never have time to get to. That's kind of what this week can feel like. Now, I want to offer you the caveat that sometimes when there's not a lot of planetary transits happening, we tend to feel a lot of things. Because, you know, as soon as your schedule is empty, sometimes that's when all of a sudden you get hit with those feelings or you don't feel so great. or You just notice what's going on in your body. You have time to notice what doesn't feel good. So that could happen. All of that is to say that just because the planets are a little quiet this week doesn't mean that your week will be quiet, but we can hope. And the moon is going to be flowing and working with the planets. So the moon is still coming to work and the moon is still, you know, to take that metaphor further, the moon is making phone calls, the moon is sending emails, the moon's connecting with the other planets. So you might feel in the flow and you might be able to get a lot of things done. If on Monday night, I'm recording this Monday night, but if you did feel like you kind of went off the cliff after you had the high high and then you just had that bottoming out, that's because the moon was opposite Neptune and went void. And we have a really long void moon into Tuesday morning. Um, But by the time you wake up on the East Coast, it'll be gone. The void moon will be over and the moon will be in Libra. So the final transit of the week is on Friday really, really calm week. And Mercury is sextiling Neptune. So we go from being sort of productive, not having too much on our plate so we can really get things done, take care of ourselves. you know, maybe go get a haircut, go get your nails done, go return that thing from Amazon that you've been needing to return. And then on Friday, Mercury will sextile Neptune, inviting you to dream, read, write, meditate, journal. Mercury is our mind. Neptune is the ruler of the subconscious. So when they are working together, it's allowing us to give voice to that part of ourself. So I encourage you on Friday, we will also have the moon in Scorpio at that time. It's a great time to go inward and do some work, have a therapy session. It's a great thing to do. Talk to your best friend. Those are all things that will be really cathartic on Friday. 
And Friday is Groundhog Day or Imbolc. And that is the halfway point between the winter solstice and the spring equinox. So we are officially going to be at the halfway point on Friday between the beginning of winter and the beginning of spring. So that is something to celebrate. On Monday, because I record on Monday nights generally nowadays, and this goes up on Tuesday, I want to just share with you what's happening on the following Monday so you have a little preview and you know what's coming. So on Monday the 5th, we will have Mercury move in Aquarius. So here's the thing. Right now, Mercury, Mars, Venus, all in Capricorn. Capricorn loves a spreadsheet. Capricorn loves numbers. It loves finances. I'm doing my taxes this week. If you have a little extra time, do your taxes this week. Get it done. All those Capricorn planets are going to be helping you. Because I had a baby last year, my finances are so messy. So I'm going back and doing all the in putting all my stuff in the spreadsheet from all of last year that I normally would do once a month. So I have a lot of work to do, but I'm letting those planets in Capricorn help me. And I did a lot of that work on Saturday, actually. So all of that, it's good. It's good. Get it done energy this week. Monday, Mercury moves into Aquarius. So that's going to shift the energy. We're going to have more air, less earth. So we already have the sun and Pluto in Aquarius and then Mercury will join. So quickly after Mercury moves into Aquarius, he will meet up with Pluto. So on Monday, we will have Mercury joining Pluto, activating that Pluto newly in Aquarius at zero degrees Aquarius. So Monday might be intense because we will have not only Mercury activating Pluto, which Pluto rules the things living underneath the surface. But Venus is also going to be squaring Chiron, which often has to do with our wounding, our core wound. The sun is going to be sextiling Chiron, working with that wound. And Mercury is, of course, going to give voice to the pain, the trauma, any power dynamics or control issues that are underlying the surface. So that might be a big day. So enjoy this rest. Enjoy more rest this weekend. And then be ready for next week because we're going to have a new moon in Aquarius. It's going to be the unofficial start of the year with the Chinese New Year. And if you are like me, someone that needs to keep revisiting that New Year intention, that new moon in Aquarius, that Chinese New Year is going to be a good one for recommitting. So next week, we'll have another big dose of celebratory big energy. I don't want to say a storm. I want to say celebration. I want to say excitement, eventful. So enjoy this week. And that's it. That's all I got for you. I know it's a really, really short week. And there's not much happening, but don't let that fool you. Sometimes when the planet, it, the when, sometimes when the planets are quiet, that's when we have the opportunity to do a lot of our own work that maybe is getting drowned out by all the noise at other times. So I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye.
one more thing before you go. If you like the show, please subscribe, follow, rate, and review it. It really helps other astrology enthusiasts find the Essential Astrocast. And even better, send this episode to one of your friends who you know will appreciate it. It would mean the world to me and it will help more people find the podcast. Okay, until next time, may the stars shine brightly upon you.